listening to a teaching from Vineyard Church in Jacksonville, Florida. For more information on teachings and special events, visit us online at www.vcjax.org. That's vcjax.org. Now let's listen in. Is God good? Let's try that one more time. Is God good? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Say it like you believe it. <laughs> um. Let's uh, let's let's pray specifically uh, for a couple of things. So y'all just kind of pray with me and agree with me, Father. We just we ask in the name of Jesus that, um, Lord, that this permitting would uh, would just we would find favor with the city, uh, with all the departments there, uh, that uh, from the mechanical, electrical, the um, what the fire marshal looks at, Father, that everything would just go uh, through smoothly, quickly. Um, the, the inspector, when he comes out and looks, uh, will just see everything and go, man, that's awesome, great job. And uh, a lot of the things will just be able to move through and move fast and uh, and be done well, or in, in the name of Jesus. And, and Father, we ask you just to come now and speak uh, to our hearts. Open your uh, your word to us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, as we were... Uh, as we were singing, um, I'm stalling because I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing here. <laughs> um, I just I just had this thought as we were singing. You know, we we teach a lot uh, on the kingdom. We teach a lot about asking uh, Dad to let His kingdom come. Uh, we just sang several songs about. Um, you know, praying for the Holy Spirit to come and and just you know, be poured out and and let your your kingdom come, your will that's in heaven be done. And uh, I just had this thought um, when we're when we're singing and praying and asking for God to do that. Okay, um, what do you have in mind? What, what, what's your expectation? If God did it, would you recognize it? I guess is the word I'm looking for. Um, what, what, what specifically are you asking for when you say, Dad, let your kingdom come. Let it come. I mean, that's pretty biblical. I mean, Jesus said, he taught the disciples, when you pray, pray like this. And part of that prayer was, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's, that's, Pretty good chance when we pray like that, then we can we can have this expectation by faith that God's going to answer that because He told us that many times. We pray according to His will; He'll what? He'll answer and and do it. So, my my question is this: what What would that look like? I mean, if 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 we woke up tomorrow morning and we just knew beyond any shadow of a doubt that the kingdom of God had come right then, He was coming today. His will was. What, what would you? What would you be specifically looking for? What would that tangibly? What would that look like? Every save, no sickness, all save. Because why? Because God said it's His will that none would perish and that all would be saved. No sickness. Sickness comes from where? The devil, <laughs> as we've been looking at uh, some of these teachings of Sokum, sickness is evil. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not a tool that God uses to teach us things. Right? 
Believe it or not, there's a lot of people that believe that. A lot of Christians believe God uses cancer to teach you something. He'll give you cancer so he can teach you something. Now, I believe, I think the Bible teaches that cancer comes from the enemy and and cancer is evil. However, because God's God, he can take cancer that the enemy threw at you and he can teach us things. He can show us things. He can grow us in those through. Through anything the enemy throws, God can turn it to good. That's what the Bible says. But God doesn't specifically cause you to have cancer so he can teach you something. You with me? Okay. What else? Kingdom comes. What's going to happen? Okay. Okay. The kingdom of God, Paul says the kingdom of God is not what? Eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and Joy and the Holy Spirit. Guess where righteousness, peace, and joy are at? <laughs> in us. In us. So, so let's, let's just think about, I just want us to kind of be practical tonight, okay? Let's think about this practically. If righteousness, peace, and joy is in me and it's bubbling up in me and the kingdom of God is doing a work inside of me, what does that look like? Does that mean I walk around with this, you know, white robe on and I have a halo and I'm glowing and what, what does it look like? People would recognize that God's probably on you in some way. How would he rec- how would somebody re- how would somebody at work recognize that God's on you? Integrity, character, kindness, it's righteousness, what? Joy, peace. Now, let me ask you this question. Does somebody without Jesus that the kingdom of God is not working in them, are they probably going to experience joy in their life when something goes wrong? Are they going to experience peace in their life? As a spirit-filled believer, if, if the kingdom of God's living in us and coming through us, when, when stuff happens, can we experience joy and peace and, and righteousness in the middle of that? Absolutely. What else? All the fruits of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace. What is it? Everybody say patience. Patience. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. We all like patience, right? We like that we get to grow in that area of patience in our life. And usually growing in patience includes what? Includes trials, includes testing, includes persevering through those things. And we just, we, we like that. Because <laughs> it builds character. Amen. What else? The kingdom comes. What's it look like? Freedom. Freedom from what? Freedom from religion. Freedom from... Freedom from what? Demons. Amen. Freedom from what? Freedom from fear. Freedom from anxiety. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? So when we're praying and we're saying, God, let your kingdom come, it's, it's, it's all encompassing. In other words, yes, I think sometimes we're... And I, it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying this that it's wrong to do this, but I think sometimes when we're praying, we say, God, you let your kingdom come and let your spirit come that, that if we're not careful, we can just be looking for some goosebumps or something. 
And I listen, I like goosebumps. Okay, I, I sign me up. I like goosebumps. Okay, I love it when we're in worship and, and you can just feel the presence of God on you and, and, and the hair stands up on your, I don't have a whole lot to stand up, but the few that I have, they stand up on my arms and, and I, I love the presence of God. I love it when somebody's been praying over me and the Holy Spirit comes and I just, I have this thing of joy that comes on. I love, I love those expressions that happen, but th- there's more to it than that. If, 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 if we're just in a meeting like this and, and, and we experience the, the, the pouring out of the Holy Spirit and we experience all those things happening and we walk out tomorrow and we live like who knows what, then we probably missed out on something. Agree? So the kingdom of God, when we're praying, God, let your kingdom come. It's expressed not only as we're praying for people and expecting God to heal them, praying for people and expecting the demons to leave them. That's that's an expression, but it's also righteousness and joy and peace working in us and through us. And so in the middle of of, of stuff <laughs> that happens, I mean, do you understand that stuff's going to happen? There's a pretty good chance stuff sometime this week stuff's going to happen to you. Pretty pretty good possibility. But if the Holy Spirit's working in us and through us, we can we can navigate through that. We can we can walk through that with with joy and peace and righteousness coming out of us. And now, don't you want that? Don't you want to, don't you want to sign up for that? I, I listen. I want to be able to drive down the road and somebody pull in front of me and me just thank Jesus. <laughs> See, I want to be able to be at work or be wherever and somebody treat you wrongly or say something to you or cut you off some way, not driving, but just in saying something and be able to respond the way Christ would respond. So to me, I, I'm just, I don't know, I'm sitting over there a minute ago as we were singing, I'm like, God, let your kingdom come. And I, listen, again, I, I like it when the Holy Spirit just falls and we just, you know, have a, have a, whatever you want to call it, some kind of Holy Ghost fit, you know. I, those times are fun. They're, they're awesome. But those, those are meant to do something in us. They're meant to change us. Right? I mean, they're meant to, they're meant to, if the Holy Spirit comes and His kingdom comes in me, it's, it's going to make me want to, it's going to make me want to do what Jesus wants me to do. It's going to make me want to live the way Jesus wants me to live. It's going to empower me to live the way Jesus wants me to live. Not some religious thing, but to be holy, to live holy, to live righteously. Why? Because the Spirit of God's living in me. Yeah, I was just, I was just thinking again as we were singing, it's like, when the kingdom comes, okay, and, and again, that's a prayer where God encourages, Jesus encourages us to pray, for us to pray that. If you, if you look at my journal, probably 90% of the time you'd see part of my prayer in my journal, Lord, let your kingdom come today. Let it come in my life. But it's just as, as for some reason we're sitting there thinking, what, what does that look like? I mean, I love the way he says that. If, if, you know, if, if we come, if we are impacted by Jesus, <laughs> And we come face to face 
and, and, and are, he, he saves us. You know, he, 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 he sets us free. He delivers us. He, he, he wipes our sin away. He, he removes it from us. He changes us. He gives us a new heart. We become new creation in Christ. We're, we're, we're different. <laughs> I, I love that illustration. I mean, if you get run over by a Mack truck, you're going to look different. If, if you come, if you come, if you're impacted by Jesus and, and you have a relationship with Him, it's going to change us. It's going to change our thinking. It's going to change our, our habits. It's going to change the way we live. It's going to change the things we say. It's going to change the way we do things. It's going to change the way we respond to people when they've responded to us negatively. It's going to change the way we talk to people, the way we treat one another. It's going to, it's going to have an impact on us. So when the kingdom of God comes, yes, I, I, I want miraculous things to happen. When the kingdom comes, I believe God wants miracles. I want to see people get out of wheelchairs or blind eyes to see. Those are the, we we want that to happen, and we're going to keep praying for that when we when we're asking the cause. Why? Because when the kingdom comes, God's will in heaven comes here on earth, and His will in heaven is there's not any sickness, there's not any disease, there's not any demons, there's not poverty, there's not there's not injustices. In heaven, so when God's will in heaven comes here, it, it's going to have that kind of impact. But it also has an impact in the way we just live. Does that make sense? And so for me, it's like, I, I want us to think that way as well. I, I'm not negating the other, okay? I'm not saying don't expect when the kingdom comes. Don't, let, don't quit expecting the miraculous, okay? Because I think that's part of the kingdom coming. But what I am saying is, let's... Let's think along these lines as well. So, so, so tomorrow when I'm praying, God, let your kingdom, let it come in me today. Not just be thinking, okay, I'm looking for somebody to pray to get out of a wheelchair. We want to keep doing that. But Lord, let, let that impact of the kingdom be in my life. Let it, let it produce in me righteousness. Not just, not just being righteous in Jesus, you know what I'm but to actually live righteously. <laughs> Let that kind of impact happen. Let, let it, let it impact the peace in my life that I can have whether, whether we get a building permit tomorrow or not. <laughs> right? We can, we can, we can have peace in the middle of that. Let, let your joy come or let it, let us be able to rejoice in the middle of no matter what. Let us be able to rejoice in that. Let us, let us consider it. Paul, Peter says, consider it all joy when these things come. God, let us walk in that. Don't, would you, do you think, do you think that might have an impact on people who are around? I mean, I know somebody getting out of a wheelchair is going to have an impact, but do you think just walking like Jesus walked in righteousness and joy and peace, would that have impact on our neighbors and, and our lost Family members and, and you know, people we work with. And you think when we walk like that, that might impact them? I think it would. And I, I think you guys, I, I think y'all are with me. That's what we want, right? I mean, I think we all, we're not, I don't think any of us in here are trying to be rebellious against that. I think that's what we want. And, and, and I think, I think that's what God wants. 
And if that's what He wants, we can ask and we can receive it. Does that make sense? Aren't you glad it's going to be short tonight? <laughs> I don't know. I hope that just, I hope that makes sense. I, I've been praying for years for the kingdom of God to come. That's, that's what brought me to the vineyard 30 something years ago. It's that emphasis on the kingdom coming. Praying that, believing that God's will would come. But I, I don't want us to just concentrate on one part of that. I want us to kind of, I want us to get all of it. Amen? I, I want us to be, I want us to look like Jesus. You know? I mean, I know most of us know all that up here. <laughs> it's, it's sometimes, sometimes walking it out is harder than it is talking about it. Y'all notice that? It, it's harder when, when somebody gets in your face and says something to you or does something to you that isn't godly. It's harder when you're in the middle of that. It's harder when you can't pay your bills. It's harder when when job isn't going like you hoped it would. It's tougher when you got some sickness going on. And you're trusting and believing and praying. It's just it's but you know what I think God still wants us to walk in it. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else got any thoughts? All of you quiet? Yes, Jim. Talk loud. I know that's hard for you, but talk loud. Amen. How do we get our minds renewed? <laughs> Holy Spirit speaking through this renews our mind. Amen. Anybody else got a, something they feel like on your heart you wanted to share quickly? Not a two-hour share, but a quickly share. <laughs> you guys good? Amen. Well, let's stand up. Um, we're going, Paul. I'm going to put you on the spot. We're going to pray for Paul. Paul's got a something going on in your eyes. Share with share with them what's happening with your eye. Some of us are going to gather around Paul, and I think there's some other folks that need some some prayer for sickness tonight. Yep. Just briefly. Friday night, I'm on the way to Jacksonville Beach to spend a camp out with my grandsons. Lauren's uh, two boys, Levi and Luke, some of you know them. On the way there, I see this dark shape in the side of my eye. I go, what is that? Well, I realize what it is. They call floaters. Some of you may have them. Some of you have heard of them. But by the time I got to the church where they were having the camp out, I couldn't see in my right eye. And as of right now, I still can't see my right eye. It's just a haze 
like looking through obscure glass, if you know what that is. So I called my eye doctor, who I just recently had cataract surgery. He says, I will see you at our office in Jacksonville Beach in less than an hour. So met him there, said, you have a tear in your retina. And that's where the blood, which causes the floaters, was coming from. Tomorrow, I want you to visit this retina doctor. And he's in the Riverside area. I've been there before. And he said, he confirmed, yes, you've got a retina tear, and we're going to stitch it back together. Interesting. So yesterday, I went through that process. He said, we're going to look at it Monday and see what's going on. As of right now, it's still very cloudy. Thank goodness the pain's gone. The operation was very uncomfortable and some residual pain for some several hours. But I'm grateful that's gone. But I just I covet your prayers to get a good report tomorrow and find out. Basically, the doctor said, if we stop the retina tears, the bleeding will stop, and the vitreous gel in your eyes will eventually clear clear up. So that's what we want to hear tomorrow, good report, and I certainly appreciate your prayers. uh, You guys that have known me for a while know I've (laughs) spent... A lot of time, doctors' offices and hospitals with my accidents and other things. But the doctor said, "There's nothing you did. It wasn't. It wasn't me doing something wild and crazy like I normally do." So Brenda looked at me and said, "This can't be right. It's always something he does." <laughs> so thank you for your prayers, and I'm looking forward to a good report tomorrow. Stay up here. Some of you guys come get around, Paul. Anybody else got some kind of sickness you want us to pray for? I think tonight's a good night to. You got what? Same thing. All right. Well, well, some some of you guys gather around all these guys, and let's just be praying. Anybody else got a particular sickness you need some prayer over? I think God wants to just do some healing tonight. You guys gather around and pray for them. You've been listening to a teaching from Vineyard Church in Jacksonville, Florida. For more information on teachings and special events, please visit us online at www.vcjax.org. That's vcjax.org.